Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. First of all, let me just say you look fabulous, okay? But that's not up to me to decide. You told your friend, I don't want you to take my picture, and she took it. In a blanket statement, I said, don't take pictures, because we went to Palm Springs one time, and she took a picture of me and posted it. And I didn't like my little, you know, my family, we get permission first. Do you like it? Do you like it? Take it over? Whatever, right? And she posted it. And so um, so she uh, took it. So we get back, and she texts me a picture. She goes, aha, gotcha. This is the plaintiff, Tracy Thompson. She says she and the defendant are former friends, and the woman owes her money she laid out for a music festival ticket, and she won't pay up. She's not going to allow the defendant to rip her off like that and is suing her here and now for the $488 she's owed. This is the defendant, Margaret Wyatt. She says the plaintiff got mad at her because she took her picture in a bathing suit and their friendship unraveled. As far as the music festival ticket, she has the receipt to prove she paid for it herself and owes nothing for this oversensitive former friend of hers. She's accused of letting the music die. All parties, please get your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Yana. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Thompson, you're suing your former friend, Ms. Wyatt, for $488. You say she owes you and she won't pay. So why don't you tell me what happened? Hi, good morning. Um, first, I just want to say that me and Margaret were really good friends, like, because we we're both grandmas and stuff. We had a lot in common with our past and whatnot. And she was goofy like me. So that's how we connected and whatnot. Anyway, um, after the pandemic, uh, you know, after being locked down and whatnot, I found two events that were going on, uh, Dave Chappelle in Vegas and uh, the Newport Beach Jazz Festival. So it was, uh, I called her, Margaret and Yvonne. I go, hey, you guys, let's do this. You know, this is old lady stuff. We'll be safe. Wait, and Dave so, Chappelle's uh, old lady stuff? Well, I meant safe. Like, it's not a rock. Like, you know, our bones won't get broke there. You okay. know, we're going to have a good time or whatnot. So um, once I told everybody what it cost, I went ahead and paid for it. Once they said, okay, yeah, that's April. 
the show is in July. As long as everybody pays before then, we're good. And so everybody agreed to it. So this particular night, I paid for everything except by the time I got to pay for the jazz festival tickets, my credit card got a fraud alert. Okay. So I was on the phone with Margaret. She works at night. And I said, oh, my God, my card won't go through. She said, use mine. So I plugged in her credit card, and uh, the tickets came to me, and I gave everybody copies of the tickets. So by July... So the uh, tickets to Jazz Fest were in her name because it was her credit card. And did you ever pay her? So there were three tickets purchased. Did you and Yvonne ever reimburse the defendant for um, the Jazz Fest tickets? Absolutely. So what I did, and because I'm so visual, on your exhibit number two, what has the breakdown of all the credits and whatnot. So what I did is I paid for everything. And when Margaret paid for the tickets, which was 1182, that actually gave her a credit of 788. Does that make sense? I tried to break it down. Yes, of course. So it all came out in the wash. All right. So then what happens? So... (laughs) I asked her not to take my picture in Vegas because I had gained some weight. I'm not proud of that. But Margaret's more a social bunny. I'm not on social media. And that's fine. That's just who I am. So um, we're in Vegas. So we get back and she texts me a picture of me laying by the pool. Now, meanwhile, I'm way in the corner. I like the sun, but I'm not really comfortable. So I'm under a tree almost. And I have you have a picture uh, in your stack. Uh, I do, but I'm not going to show it because no, you seem no, no, to. No. First of all, let me just say, say you look fabulous, okay? But that's no. not up to me to decide. You told your friend, I don't want you to take my picture, and she took in it. In a blanket statement, I said, don't take pictures, because we went to Palm Springs one time, and she took a picture of me and posted it. And I didn't like my little, you know, my family, we get permission first. Do you like it? Do you like it? Take it over, whatever, right? And she posted it. And so, um, so she uh, took it. So we get back, and she texts me a picture. She goes, aha, gotcha. And I was so upset, because I have grandkids, and I don't know if she's going to post it. Right, and but, I said, but you didn't post- see her post it. You saw her say, gotcha. Um, no, I didn't see her post it. Right. No, no, no. I said, if you post it, I'm going to take legal action against you. Wow, why so don't you call her and later. call her a jerk and tell... I mean, she's like a friend of yours. Like, if one of my friends did that, I'd be mad at them, but I wouldn't threaten legal... Well, I mean, you can do whatever you want. I would never have just- took the picture... Well, real friends, you would have respected the fact I told you not to. So Right. Sometimes now, you got to tell your friends things over and over. It's kind of like your well, my husband. But I think anyway. this was my last straw with her because um, she did a whole lot of things that weekend. That was probably my last straw. So anyway, oh, okay. um, a couple hours later, she goes, uh, well, I said in there that I'm uncomfortable being in a room with her now in Newport. Why? Because if you're doing weird things like that, why are you taking a picture of me? I'm... I don't know. So I I'm not comfortable. Actually, what you said, which I found a little offensive, is that you you thought it was gay to take that picture and you're no longer comfortable. No, not not only should you not have said that, but you had such a severe reaction to something that clearly she shouldn't have done. She shouldn't have taken a picture of you and then sent it to you with the word gotcha. But the way she sent it was so clearly just like kind of between friends teasing you. And then I think she was really quite surprised that not only did you get mad, which is totally appropriate, but that you canceled a trip that she was all paid for, that you were taking... No, I didn't cancel the trip. Well, no, you canceled her her being in in the room room with you. Right, I didn't want her in my room because at this point, I don't trust her. Because there's a lot of things that made me at the last draw with me. And so I know... Well, then let me ask her, Ms. Wyatt, what was the problem between you two? The problem was the picture. 
and I took the picture of her laying down on a pool chair. She was just sunbathing. And I sent the, I took the picture, it's my phone, it's my camera, and I took the picture, and two days later I sent it to her and just said, gotcha. I wasn't going to post that on my uh, social media okay, page. Well, let's backtrack a second. So the picture was taken in Vegas, but you sent it to her two days later, and the picture was not of her sunbathing. It's pretty much a close-up of her behind um, because she's laying on her stomach sunbathing. No. That's pretty cool. I she's, saw the picture. It's, she's you know, laying on her And, and her, it's, her she's laying on her stomach, stomach. And, and it's not from afar. And, and, and it's angled and the word gotcha. Right. So you were teasing her. But did you expect her to get this mad? And why were you teasing her? Had she told you, don't take pictures of me on this trip? She may have. She may have said, don't take pictures of me. Well, clearly, of, if you said gotcha. Yes. Uh, and it wasn't all like that. The picture was for her. She was laying there in a... Uh, 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 a so were you surprised when she said, well, now is. I don't want you staying in my room. I'll give you your money back and all that other stuff? Yes, I was. Let me ask you, maybe it's just me and I'm a renegade, but did anybody pick up the phone and talk to each other? No, we did some text messaging. Oh, that always goes so well, right? Yeah, Let's talk we about did the some, text messaging. Yes. Um, because the last thing you need is a personal touch when someone's feelings are hurt or they're upset or they're hurting your feelings and upsetting you. That, that wouldn't do. All right, let's see. If you share my pictures <laughs> after I ask you not to, you'll force me to take legal action against you. Delete all pictures of me. That's not okay. That's kind of gay for a woman to take a picture of another woman's blank. Sorry, I'm not gay. I'm going to give you back your money for the jazz festival. I mean, it just seems like a real overreaction on your part. I'm going to give you back your money for the jazz festival in October hotel costs. I'm not comfortable being in the room with you. You understand. And her response, <laughs> blank, you ain't all that. <laughs> And she says, I want my jazz festival tickets. You can send my half for the room later. It would be appreciated. All right, so uh, what happens, Miss Thompson, when you get to the jazz festival in October? Okay, so when we got to the jazz festival in October, the lady goes, oh, it looks like your other two friends are already here. And I knew Yvonne wasn't here. She was on her way. And I go, I said, let me just call just in case I'm wrong, which I'm never wrong, but I'm just kidding. So I called her. She goes, I told you I'm on my way. I said, okay. And so I go, this didn't make sense. I was just like, I didn't know what to do. What would you do, Miss Wyatt, so when you got to, to, the, to the festival, did you take two tickets instead of one? I, I, uh... I actually took all three tickets. They belonged to me. I wasn't Why would they belong to you? Because I purchased them with my credit card. Right, but hold on one second. Did you ever, Ms. Thompson, did you ever return the cost of the hotel? Yes. Okay, so now what we need to do is this. Ms. Wyatt, how much money did you ever pay Ms. Thompson from the moment this trip was planned until the moment the trip happened? I paid the money, the monies for half of my stay for How the much hotel did you room. pay? How much did you pay? Six seventy-seven. Okay. Is it true that you received six seventy-seven from her for the hotel room? It it wasn't broke down like that. I I, I guess I'm a little confused. So the breakdown is from Dave right. Chappelle all the way down. Got, guys, so okay. I, I gotta figure out who paid for those tickets. If you got credit for okay. something else for that, Ms. Wyatt, then no, you don't own all three tickets. So she's saying she gave you credit for the other two tickets in another bill for another trip. Is that true or not true, Ms. Wyatt? She refunded me the 677 for the half 
of the room for the Hyatt Hotel. Okay. I had. Did look, you ever I get paid in any way, shape, or form for the other two tickets that you fronted the money for by using your credit card? Did you get paid no. by? A, did you get paid by a credit on a Vegas trip or any other way? No. Okay. Are you saying that you reimbursed her for the comedy show of Dave Chappelle in yes. Vegas? And okay, now I need you to show me proof that you paid it with cash or uh, money as opposed to with the credit from the tickets. I paid Tracy cash for that. Because for we Vegas, now you're going to have to prove her. that you paid her cash. You're going to have to prove that because I can see that she paid, she front, just like you fronted the jazz tickets for the jazz festival, she fronted, because it's on her bill, the hotel and the Chappelle show. So if you paid her for that and you reimbursed her, I don't know why you would because she, at the time, she owed you money for the jazz festival. Your Honor, I paid her in increments because I didn't have it all at the same time. Okay, so can you show me any proof that you paid her in increments? No, because I paid her in cash. Well, people, the cash shouldn't leave this hand without a receipt coming into this hand. But is there a text or anything showing, oh, I'll, I'll send you the money? Because what I don't get is no. why you would be paying her when you had already spent the money on the jazz tickets. I can't see you paying in increments when she, it, that's where the wash is. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. In other words, are you saying, Judge, that I got hustled? No, I, I, well, possibly, if you could prove <laughs> yeah. that you actually paid for it, you did get hustled. But if you're telling me in May, I owe her money from, that she spent in April, so I buy all the jazz tickets, and then on top of that, I give her money, then you're not on top of things, because I can't imagine you did do that. And I'm going to need to see some proof of that. If you want double, if you want credit for that, I'm going to need to see some proof of that. Yes, ma'am. I don't have any proof of that. Right. Because I paid her cash. All right, so what happens, Ms. Thompson, is that you go to the festival and you pick up... Uh, there's one ticket left, and Ms. Wyatt, according to you, you had picked up three tickets or two tickets? I had picked up all three tickets. And then what did you do with them? I, um, I actually sold one because I didn't want to be stuck with a uh, uh, $1,000, over a $1,000 fee on my credit card. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So you sold one ticket, and then uh, you went with someone else and used two tickets. But her premise is you didn't own that other ticket that you used. That had come to you already. You had been paid for that by way of credit on the Vegas trip. And your answer to that no. is, no, no, I paid cash, but I can't prove that. That's correct. Okay. Yes. Now, Ms. Thompson, when I you get the... to the festival and you realize what has happened, what do you do? Um, well, it was sold out. And so um, the, the lady at the ticket uh, table said that there's people that had a positive COVID who couldn't go. There was a way for them, instead of losing their money, to put it on this platform. So um, the lady was helping me in the lobby. And that's when I saw Ruthie 
uh, walked by and um, she was like, oh, you know, and that's when I found out what happened. What did Ruthie tell you? Um, she get, she said, I'm here with Margaret. She gave me a ticket for the uh, thing. I said, really, where's Margaret at? Let's go have a conversation. So I went out there and we had a heated conversation. Oh, and tell she me how like, that went. I want to hear all about that. I felt embarrassed talking that way, but I was just upset that she said we didn't pay her. And it was so clear that everything was paid by July. Like, this was new to me. I was like, what are you talking about? Because I, I even showed her and Yvonne this, and they were okay. Because that's how I break it down for us to understand it. One time she gave me a cashier check. One time she gave me cash. But I noted all that. I made notes of all her money she paid me. Every penny. Like, Well, what did she pay you? Friends. She owed, or well, she paid, she got credit for seven eighty eight. The total was fifteen ninety one. All right. So, does listen to my question carefully? Does the fifteen ninety one encompass the hotel charge in Newport Beach as well as all of Vegas? Yes. Okay. So you returned then six seventy seven to her. Yes. Correct. Yes, correct. And she had spent seven eighty eight. Were the two tickets? Is that correct? Yeah, I have her having a credit of seven eighty eight. Okay, let's go through this slowly, all right? There are a bunch of expenses for the two trips. There's 677.15 for the hotel in Newport, right? Yes. Okay, then there's 226 for the Chappelle tickets. Yes. Then there's uh, 528 for the MGM Grand in Vegas. And there's yes. 160 for the flight to Vegas. Yes. Okay. The defendant's debt would be $1,591.15. Right, Ms. Yes. Wyatt? That That's sounds right. right. Okay. Now, the two tickets that you bought, Ms. Wyatt, for them on your credit card total $788, right? They were $394 apiece. Right. Two times 394 is $788. So if things are fair, you're getting paid for those two tickets, right? 788. That leaves a total, if everything had gone right and you had gone on your trip and everything else, that leaves a total of $802.15, of which she has already admitted that you've paid 780, right? Which leaves 23 something. So basically, when she says, I paid for everything, there's a reason you say that. You did. Because all the cash you paid was all the cash you were supposed to pay. Because she gave you $788 credit for the tickets to Jazz Fest. So you did pay everything. You didn't pay $1,591. You paid $780. And that qualified as everything once you also got the credit for the tickets which means that they're her tickets. So where are we? We are in Newport at Jazz Fest, and there are two tickets that belong to Yvonne and Tracy, and you have mistakenly taken them and left Tracy in a position where she had to pay $488 in order to go to a festival so she could stand, right? Because you didn't get seats, which is what you had paid for. This is just so you could stand. She is right... And you are wrong, Ms. Wyatt, and I'm finding in favor of Ms. Thompson in the amount of the $488. Because they had, in fact, she and Yvonne had, in fact, 
given you credit already for the tickets that you had put on your credit card. So you're double dipping. It is you who's double dipping. Verdict for Ms. Thompson. Okay, well, do you see how, do you see how confusing that was? So the judge forced to perform duties like an accountant has determined that Ms. Thompson is due, the plaintiff is due $488 from the defendant. Ms. Wyatt, how do you feel about it now? What are you thinking? I'm just so glad it's over. And can you, can you see why that I would have gotten so confused about that? And I really want to apologize to Yvonne, you know, because Tracy just, it just yuck, 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 all, all about this stuff. So I do want to take the time to apologize to Yvonne, which is the friend of Tracy that was mixed up in this whole thing. And I hope she accepts my apology. All right. Ms. Thompson, let me ask you, how do you feel about the outcome of the case? You did prevail. You're going to get $488. I'm glad she took the time out to look at the evidence, and I appreciate that. I feel happy. Look, is this friendship over, by the way? I, you, were, you guys were good buddies. You said you, she was goofy like you. The picture didn't destroy our friendship. It made me uncomfortable. It's what she said, because at the age of 60, we just don't talk to friends that way. So that's what destroyed our friendship. And I, you know, it is sad because I really like her and her mom and everybody, but I have to make decisions, uh, you know. So when you say you have to make decisions, then as far as you're concerned, the friendship is over. It's, is that right? That's correct. That's correct. All right, Harvey, this was a complex one. What do you think? Well, Doug, you know, one of the things that comes up as much as just about anything in the people's court is whether something is a loan or a gift. And especially when friends are trading money and other things back and forth, if there is something that is clearly supposed to be a loan, make some kind of confirmation via text or email saying, hey, I was happy to lend you the money and I expect it back by the end of March or whatever. But that is the way to protect yourself. Someone has owed me $550 for over 10 years for a car he bought from me. I know it's past the statute of limitations, but during the first year of the pandemic, he dropped off 60 bucks and admitted on Facebook that he still owes me the balance. Does this recent admission that he still owes the money reset the clock on that statute of limitations? Indeed. It does. Bingo. Ding, 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 ding. That's exactly right. what happens. All causes of actions have a statute of limitations, which means it's the period within which you must bring suit. Otherwise, it's considered stale and done. Usually and between a, three and six years, depending right. on the state. And there's a good kind of reason for day. it, because it becomes harder and harder to disprove the allegation the right. further in, back in time it is. Like, right. if all of a sudden you sue me in year 10, I'm like, fair. well, I don't have my records from right. 10 years ago. I don't remember that. I can't even find the witnesses. They all right. moved away. But... In a debt case, there's really just one issue, and it's the debt. So if you can prove that the person has promised to pay recently, that promise to pay is yet another debt. Right. Um, so, so when they acknowledge it on Facebook, that is golden. That's the key. When, you're, when it's getting old, if you want to kick it in again, right. is you make sure that you have proof that the person has admitted the debt. Right. So that guy just breathed new life right. into a dead claim that Correct. really probably was not collectible under any circumstances otherwise, right. right? Right. This is the plaintiff, Neil Kucher. He says he was hired to fix the defendant's car, which had been involved in a crash, and the woman stole the thing after he fixed it. 
She had a secret second key. She didn't pay him for his hard work. And he's suing her for every penny of the $1,657.29 he earned. This is the defendant, Justice Little. She says the plaintiff used her car to drive around town without telling her. That's a big no-no. She also found out he wasn't a licensed mechanic, and she simply doesn't owe him a thing. She's accused of taking matters into her own hands. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says that the defendant brought her car into his shop after she got into a bad accident. He fixed that car up, got it running, and now she will not pay him for all of his hard work. But the defendant says the guy used her car for his own personal business, and she's not paying this guy a thing. It's the case of, my car's not a rental, so it hurts. Thank you, Douglas. You are welcome. Okay, Mr. Couture, you are suing Justice Little for $1,657.29 that you say she owes you for repairing her car. Tell me what happened here. She contacted me. Um, she said her car was broken down, and uh, I went and looked at it. How did you know to contact not... him, Ms. Little? Where did you get his name from? So I got his name and information from the man who sold me the car at the dealership I bought the car from, and he told me to contact him, so I assumed I could trust it. Oh, and you did, right? So apparently you did contact, you could contact him, and you did, and you asked him to do what? Fix the car. Okay, so he goes out there, and you do what when you go out to where her car was no longer working? It was um, not drivable. The suspension was... Um smashed in the right front and I told her I would tow it and, and I, yes I could fix it for her um how did it get smashed in the right front she said her boyfriend got in a car accident I actually had the tow truck meet me there and um this, this was all done verbally and I trusted her um and she said she had an insurance check coming very shortly for another accident Nothing to do with the car itself that I was working on. And she said, I'd have it in a few days. So do what you have to do and fix the car. I said, no problem. Why would you trust and somebody you've never was, met in your life? That's true. That's true, Your Honor. You're right. But um, this goes back a long time ago, as you can see the date. And I've contacted her, and she'll tell you numerous times. And she said, I'm sorry, Neil. I'm not going to screw you over or anything like that. But... See, I'm having a baby, and so give me some more time. And I said, no problem, Justice. I don't have a problem with that. But now it got to be a few years, and, and she'll tell you. And if she doesn't, she's lying. And she knew I wasn't a serviced uh, a licensed repair facility. The only reason she didn't go to a licensed repair facility is because the thing wasn't insured, and I can tell you that. Right. She didn't have the money to go to a licensed repair facility because someone else Thank wasn't going to pay. Own. So, Ms. Little, what's going on? What's going on? He's yeah. saying I'm a liar. He's a liar. Okay. Explain. So when he got there, I gave him $300 to tow the car. And I told him I had money coming for the car and that if he fixed it, I would pay him. When the time came when he fixed everything, the insurance and the lien holder wanted to know his license information. And he said he did not have a license. So they wanted the check. I sent them the check. 
He had my car. Wait, I didn't understand. Stop, 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 stop. Were you insured in this accident? Yes. Okay, so you received a check from the insurance company and it came in the name of whom? Myself and right. the finance company. Okay, so did the finance company sign off on it and then you deposited this money in your own bank account? No, I sent it to the finance company. Right, well, it's your name on it with the finance company because you're both the owners because your car is financed. So who cashed that check and put it in what account? I sent it to the finance company. Okay, so did that pay down your car loan? I guess it paid the loan down. Then, yeah, of course. that's a benefit for you. That's not a benefit for Mr. Couture. Mr. Couture did work on your car. Mr. Couture, why did she have the car if she didn't pay you for the work? She actually came in the middle of the night after it was finished and had a, must have had another key because I still have the key in my in my presence now and took it from my from my house and I couldn't believe. How it. did she know where I you lived? I can't believe wait, wait. How did she know that. where you lived? That's a good. I, that's a good question. How did know you know where he lived, Miss Little? Because my family members were seeing him drive my car around town and he had it parked in front of a fire hydrant. So I took my car back. Who in your family saw him driving the car around town? Multiple cousins. Okay, are any of them ready to testify now? Yes, ma'am. Okay, call your witness. All right, you ready? Good evening. Okay, who are you? What's your name? Hi, I'm Alan Mineo. I am her cousin. Um, all I did was, she was telling me the story about a vehicle and uh, other cousins had seen it around town. I had saw it one time being driven. I didn't know who was driving it, so I can't contest to that. I just saw it being driven around town. I said, your car's fine. It was being driven. And then a couple days later it happened, and uh, I ended up giving her a ride to where the last report of her car was. I had no idea about where the car was supposed to be versus where it yeah, was. Yeah, when you got there, I was the car there? Yeah, so when we got there, the so car was there. So then she just took the car without paying for any of the repairs, and you're the one who took her there? It sounds like that, right? But no, Doesn't it? What, what she had told me was that she had paid the 300 bucks to him initially, and then that 300 bucks. How is 300 bucks going to cover the end? But what did you do? What? Tell me how you repaired the car, Mr. Uh, Couture. When I had it towed to my, my facility, the lower control arm was back. When you say your facility, what facility is that? I have a I have a um, a single car garage that I that I work out of. Okay, so your home. Where I, that's my home. Yes. Okay, I got uh, it. I got it. We well, use the word facility, and that might lead me to believe that there's oh, a I'm business sorry. address. Yeah, right. Okay, right. so go on. You towed it to I your home. I have to answer their question to see what I, I mean. I have plenty of cars to drive around. I particularly wouldn't want to drive around an Accord of, of one of my customers when they probably saw the car. It was probably being driven to have the four used tires put on and the four-wheel alignment after I did all the major work to the vehicle. Okay. Do you have your own car? I have several cars, yes, Your Honor. Okay. Um, Ms. Little, um, so that I understand, you're calling him a liar because what? Um, I mean, he said that I knew he wasn't a licensed mechanic. If I knew he wasn't a licensed mechanic, I would have went to a licensed mechanic. Really? Yes. Because I find that a lot of people are really demanding about the license when they couldn't care less about the license when they wanted their car fixed. They wanted it fixed on the cheap, and then they really don't care. Um, can I see proof that you had insurance on this car at the time of the accident? Show me proof. I don't have any I, well, How is that not any. a surprise to me? How is that not a surprise to me? Because that would be a reason to pick an alley mechanic. No disrespect. 
That would be a reason if to I pick an affordable alley mechanic. Well, but here's the thing. I would not have gone to him. Okay, well, I why don't you go the in the middle of the night and steal your car back without paying him a penny? I feel it in the middle of the night. I, I got into people. It wasn't, it wasn't okay, in the middle of the tell, tell that man not to yell at me while I'm in the middle of talking to you. Okay, go ahead. It wasn't Ms. Little. Night. No, tell him to stop shouting things. Ms. Little, and only Ms. Little. Go ahead and answer me. Go ahead. He was not a licensed mechanic, and I tried to pay him. And like I said, the lien holders, they wanted to know, as well as the insurance, they wanted his, his license information. So once he told me he didn't have a license, I'm like, I gave you $300. You didn't do $1,600 worth Little, of work. can I ask you, you a question? How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? I'm 27 now. I was 20 when that happened. Okay. Um, have you been telling him over and over that you'd pay him? No. I told him initially, like, mm, maybe I'll give you a little bit more money. But then he started stalking me and harassing me. When was the last time you told him you would pay him? Almost six, seven years ago. And according to you, when was the last time she told you she would pay you, Mr. Couture? Probably right around there. It's, this has been going on for so long. I've put my own money into it. I've never even got parts money from you, Justice. And I had to put my own money into this and my labor to have it stolen from me. This is not right. And you knew, you, you said, you know what, Neil? Listen, heart. Justice, you, you remember what you told me? Do we have you the receipt for the Stop yelling. Stop yelling. I call you driving at one time, Justin, and you're like, I'm sorry, I'm having a kid now. Mr. Couture, don't talk to her directly. I'm and sorry. Mr. Ms. Little, I don't, Ms. Little, I don't care how upset you are, stop barking things in the middle of me talking. Now, March 2016 is what we're talking about, okay? That is the date that we're talking about. Yes. That is five years ago, not seven. How long after the repair was done did you run into her, Mr. Couture, and where did you run into her? I ran into her at a gas station, and it was probably six months later. And what and, did she say um, to you? She, was, she says, I'm sorry, Neil, I had to do what I had to do. She was at the gas station with her, with her boyfriend, and I didn't make any kind of contest of it. I said, oh, I guess you're still driving it. She says, yes, but look, all I have is $5 for gas. That's all I have. She and then going she, in to get gas, Your Honor. And then she tells you she's pregnant? Yep. The, about another month later, I, I caught contact her again, and she does. She did answer the phone. I, I got to hand her that. But this time she says, Neil, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pregnant, and I'm having a baby. I said, oh, my gosh. Well, congratulations. Please call me when you get up on your feet. And that's how, how old is your child, Ms. Little? He's literally enough. Um, I have a two-year-old and a three-year-old. Okay. Did you, what so, was it you just said? That. He's literally a nut? Is that what you said? <laughs> yes, he's a nut, Okay, did you tell him you were pregnant when you were at the gas station? No. Because the timing I, I would be exactly for your three-year-old. That's the timing is perfect. Um, so here's where we are. You got a car repaired and you've paid nothing for it. And when you run into him, you tell him, maybe I'll pay you a little more money, you say. And you feel that you're able to get the car repaired. Then you got a check from the insurance company for how much? It was a $1,600 check, and again, I sent it back. That's the amount the that, that he... No, you didn't send it back to the car company. What you did was you gave it to the car company to pay your own loan down. That means you used the money for yourself because you got that benefit by paying the loan down. You do understand that, right? Yes. Right. So the premise that, oh, I sent it away is nonsense because you used it. You used the money that was meant to pay him for his services 
to bring down your car loan. And then I guess you traded the car in or something? I gave it back. I didn't want the car anymore. Did it get repossessed? I did a voluntary, you did I did a a voluntary surrender. How long had you not been paying uh, the car payments? Um, probably like two months. Okay. I'm a little concerned about the passage of time because there are rules in the law. And the rules in the law are that you have a certain amount of time to bring a lawsuit, okay? On a written, on a written contract, it's six years, which you are within. On an oral contract, it's three years. You've got handwriting on the receipts. I'm finding this to be a written contract and you're within the statute of limitations. Plus, I find, as the law says, that when someone reiterates a debt over and over to you when they run into you six months later or whatever amount of time, and I believe that because how else would you know when she was pregnant with another baby, you know, that tells me that, in fact, that debt was re-promised to you the six months. So no matter how you slice it, I find you to be within the statute of lim limitations. I find that she had absolutely no authority to take the car. I don't care if he's licensed or not, just like you didn't care if he was licensed or not. I find that you took the insurance check, and what you did was you paid down your own loan with it. I think you're very, very swift, Miss Little, and that's why the words, I did what I got to do, because you think of you. And now we're in court, and I'm not going to be thinking of you. I'm going to be thinking of the guy who you had to work and then went whether it's in the middle of the night or it's figuratively in the middle of the night, you literally just picked up the car without paying for it. You know exactly what you did when you did it. Pay the man, $1,657.29. Thank you. Uh, Ms. Little, what do you think of what the judge just said to you? She, she's pretty angry with you, you know? I understand where she's coming from. I've studied law, um, but as far as him, he just like kind of made a lot of stuff up so that he could get his, his way, I guess. That's how I feel. You know, like if I would have known that he was not licensed, I would not have trusted him. I trusted him because the person who sold me the car recommended him as a mechanic. But the bottom line is if you've studied law, don't you know that you were cheating him? He cheated me as well. Well, that's not the case at least in the eyes of the court and the eyes of the judge. You were wrong, and you got to pay him for his services. Uh, Mr. Shershur, let me ask you how you feel about the outcome of the case. I, I know how you feel. What, what are you thinking right now? I felt sorry for her. It's been a long time coming. And when she says I'm not licensed, I am, because I'm ASE certified. Steering and suspension, Doug. So I may not be licensed in the state of Connecticut, but I've done lots of training and I know how to work on cars and I was trying to do her a favor and she screwed me. Yes, she did. You're right. All righty. Well, congratulations and good luck to you. Harvey. So in this case, the plaintiff got the value of what he actually did. Even if there wasn't a contract, if you perform a service that the other person expected and they're benefiting from it, you're at least allowed to the reasonable value of the work that you actually did. The question is, are you able to officiate weddings? Have you ever done any? I have officiated a few weddings. I've married a few people. Um, when I was a sitting judge, I had the power to do that, like ship's captains and... Uh, <laughs> Notary you know, publics. <laughs> right, clergymen, things like, things like that. But um, let's see, it's been a while. I married one of my nieces um, a few years ago. Um, I married complete strangers. People would come to my chambers and ask me if I would marry them. A married few times. your brother. Married my brother, and um, 
we also sometimes kind of divide and conquer like we did with our godson. My godson. Wife. I married right. my godson, but I had no power to marry my godson because right. I was but no longer you know a what? You're, uh, Let's be honest. You're a little bit better. <laughs> well, he's my godson, too. Right, right. So and you really wanted to do it. So I really did. You did the whole wedding ceremony uh, in that case, and it was spectacular. And then as soon as you finished and said, that was you know, a great wedding, um, you may kiss each other and all that stuff. Then they came into the back room and I married them. I said, no, oh, yeah, you take care. Oh, you take yeah. care. <laughs> and then you just signed. <laughs> just signed here. Right? And boom, it was over just like that. Yeah. Right? That's one of the fun things you get to do when you're a judge. Right. Right. One of the happy things. Exactly.